Broadcasting live from our satellite studio in Metro Washington, D.C., it's time for the special on-the-road edition of Learning Insights, featuring learning professionals who are improving performance and driving business results. And we are back with another exciting and informative edition of Learning Insights. I'm your host, Stone Payton. I have my engineer, Ryan McPherson, with me. And perhaps most importantly, we have with us in this segment from a company called Evadira, director of L&D, Mr. Foster Rockwell. How are you, man? I'm doing well, Stone. How are you? I am doing well as well. Tell me about L. Tell me about D. Uh, you're the grand poobah. You're the director Evadira, what are you doing over there, man? That's a great question. I was in a break room talking to somebody recently, and I introduced myself. We didn't know each other. He says, well, what does that mean? What does the Director of Learning and Development do? That's a great question. At Evadira, um, I'll start first with what we do as a company. Uh, we're in a pretty niche um, environment with uh, the pharmaceutical and medical device um, industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... Uh, what we focus on really is doing a lot of research, uh, data analysis, and consulting with um, pharmaceutical and medical device manufacturers to um, do outcomes research, do pricing research, um, just find out what uh, is going on with, with their customers and, and needs, and um, also what's happening with government administrations and what their customers can bear in regards to pricing for pharmaceuticals and medical devices, et cetera. All right, so when you were a kid, you know, everybody else is dressing up, cowboys, Indians, policemen, firemen. You said, I think I will go into the medical. Do- How did all this get started, man? <laughs> where, did, where did you make the turn, Foster? That's great. You know, well, when I was a kid, I, I always wanted to be a train conductor and somehow ended up in education. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, I I, um, I always find that, that training and development is often an accidental profession. It's something that we don't right. intend to be when we're small, but we end up doing it because we find uh, through some initiative that, that we're good at explaining things to others breaking information down mm-hmm. so that we can make it understandable for other people. So that's how I got involved with it. It's like, oh, well, you're good at this computer system. Why don't you teach others? And just that snowballs. And next you kept you know, falling for it. Kept you, falling every for time. it. Every time. You still haven't <laughs> caught on. Exactly. But now you spent some time uh, in some organizations with some pretty large, robust uh, training development uh, departments, right? And now that's right. this is a little smaller shop where you are now, yes? It is indeed a smaller shop. And I am a one-man show. Oh, so really? Okay. I am indeed. And, and so it's been, it's been a, big, a big change. You know, one of the things that's um, been a big change from moving from a big shop to a small shop is um, just even the transactional things. You know, I've gone uh, ahead and, and had to do things like create surveys, um, do training registration myself, which is something, you know, kind of moved on from some time ago. But now <laughs> that it's just me, I've got to do. But also, um, what I found is really important as a one-man shop in an organization like this is networking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the other people like myself to bounce ideas off of that I used to have. So now i got to reach oh, outside my yeah, organization, talk to my peers and say, hey, look, you know, this is all new for us. This is what I'm thinking about. How does it sound to you? What kind of feedback do you have for me? And so I depend on external feedback to help in that, in that, that situation. So the peers, are they pretty good about that? Are they, are they as good or better about that in your domain, the training, learning, development, as they might be in a, in a whole different pocket of an organization? Is it kind of a collaborative crowd? It's very collaborative, definitely, yeah? definitely, indeed. And I, I think particularly in, in this Metro DC area, we, we're a very strong community. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we network well together. Um, so it's pretty easy to reach out and, and 
find somebody who's got opinions or willing to give you feedback. So, because I, I can suspect sometimes you probably get a little bit lonely, right? If you don't take advantage of hanging out with some folks from some other. <laughs> That's right, indeed, indeed. You got to learn to pat yourself on the back sometimes, but it's also fun. You know, we, we there are um, societies in the, the area um, that we get together usually on a monthly basis, so it's it's easy to reach out and find other people. Okay, so it's not just picking up the phone, shooting out an email or an instant message. You've added some structure, some rigor, some discipline to this uh, extended network. Life Indeed. of yours, yeah. That's right. That's right. It's it's great. You know, doing uh, organizations, also doing uh, social media like LinkedIn is is really a great way to reach out to people as well. And Ebadira, they've really embraced this and supported. Hey, yes, go forth and 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 get involved and be a. You know, be integrally involved in this organization or that outfit. I get a lot of support from my organization because they get the ROI from it, right? Indeed, yes, that's right. It's great because I can bring new ideas back. Um, They know that it's just me, so I think that in a way, there's an expectation I will go out and get the get the good stuff and bring it back in. There you go. So tell us about some of the good stuff. A victory dance, something in maybe 2014 or early 2015 that you're doing backflips, high fiving in the parking lot. Did you? Have a win or two? Sure. I, I think I, I got a couple of wins this past year. It was great, you know, because I just needed to establish my credibility when I got into the organization. It was a brand new function. It wasn't like somebody was there and left and, you know, I'm their replacement. It was new. Um, so I, No, I needed... you're like Jackie Robinson coming into the base. No, I'm <laughs> I don't know that I'm overselling that, right? They've never had the function. You They've walk never had in. the function. These are scientists. <clears throat> These are, I mean, Wow. That's that. that <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't put myself quite on that same stature level, but um, but I feel good about it. It's, right. it's been great. Um, you know, it, it took a lot of, of of meeting, a lot of FaceTime, a lot of phone time to explain yeah. to people what what I'm about, what we want to do. And and what's great is that um, I was not met with any resistance. Folks said, great, we need somebody like you here. Happy That's to help. Great. People immediately um, became uh, engaged. With me, and so we talked about some ideas, and I feel that one of the biggest successes I have has been able to create a very strong infrastructure and internal network for people very interested in helping our employees to advance in their careers. So platforms for delivering the messaging, the learning, are you finding that's changing? Have you really sort of gravitated toward a, toward a certain type of platform or delivery mechanism like mobile devices or web or you're breaking the mold all together and saying, no, we're not doing any of that. We're all flying to Cabo. And we're going to hang out for a couple of days. What's been your strategy so far? That, that's great. I wish I could break the mold. Um, that, that would be that would be really I'll tell you what, really if you cool. do the Cabo thing, I'm willing to come out and do live broadcast to <laughs> facilitate. So that sounds fantastic. No, no I'm here to help. Excellent. I, I can use all the help I all can right, so get. So, yeah, what, do you, what sure. have you been doing? So, we, we depend a lot on uh, webinar-based delivery okay. because we've got a very geogra- geographically dispersed workforce anywhere from the West Coast of the United States all the way through Europe and Budapest. So, um, we're struggling with trying to get across time zones, get people with different work schedules. Uh, yeah. uh, the staff is... Um, uh, is very highly utilized on a client basis. So most of their time is spent working on client projects or with the client. So with what little time is left, I get challenged to try to get in front of them, present training, um, and one of the best ways to do that is through webinar. Um, we develop some self-paced tutorials, but they, this audience finds that to be not so exciting. Uh, they don't want to sit there and just passively listen to something or so. Even it's a live webinar. So, live webinar. Or do you record it as well? Or what? We do live webinars. Often we'll record them right. um, for the people who can't make them. 
Um, they say they're going to listen to them, but I'm not sure that they really do. But we record them anyway. Um, but it really is mostly live delivery. Interesting. So we could be doing that right now, right? Is it something you want to teach right now? Or nobody knows to tune in right now? <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows to tune in right now. That's right. Uh, so plans for next year? Have you got a project or two that you're really uh, focusing on for the, for the balance of 2015 or going into the Right. We got uh, a few big plans for, for this year and going into next year. Um, one of the primary focuses that I have is to develop a strong career progression framework within an organization. So I'm working with managers and business leaders to identify what does it take to help people advance in their careers? What are the requirements to move from one level to the next? Um, and then what do we need to have in place to help them make that move? So we are looking at what are the internal opportunities that they have. We just implemented a mentoring program that I hope to expand next year. Is that three out of three? I'm looking at my engineer. Or two out of everybody we've talked to this morning is really enamored with this whole idea of mentoring. Mentoring. Yes. Yeah, say, say more. Sure. Absolutely. It's, it's a great opportunity for something like on-the-job training. So when you're in a mentoring uh, situation, uh, the mentor is helping uh, the other person to um, understand how to best move forward, how to really develop a competency, take a deep dive into a particular competency area, make a plan for how they're going to do that, um, and then practice, have structured feedback about it, and then figure out what's the next step. So it's not accidental. It's not like, let's just get sit down, talk, have coffee, you know, that kind of thing. It really is a very structured structured plan to, to um, further your expertise. Well, or it's going to be, or it's already in place. It, we got our first program in place. It's on a pilot basis, so we're going to start getting feedback in six, after six months, and then we'll start to roll that out to other business areas. The FMM, the Foster Mentoring Methodology. Exactly. We <laughs> love it. We love acronyms in the training industry. So what else uh, be, beyond mentoring? I mean, not, not that that's not plenty, especially for a one-man shop with a handful of friends, but <laughs> is, is there more than that on your plate? Um, there is indeed. You know, one of the things that we're really also trying to focus on is helping to develop a professional consulting skills so that since most of our work is client-based we so want to they make, are consultants they are consultants right. indeed we want to make sure that they make every client experience the best that there is make it a real high quality um, experience um, so that our clients come back uh, we are expecting then that only will our clients stay with us but also if our employees are getting the career progression that they want if they're getting high satisfaction from that work that they're actually doing that they'll stay as well our main goal here is to help drive employee retention and help them to grow in their career so that they're not leaving the company to go somewhere else for a career opportunity. Yeah, the last thing you really want in any great measure is to train them up and then send them somewhere else, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Especially in our field, they're so highly specialized. When somebody leaves, it's very difficult to find another replacement for that person. I'll bet. So for developing consulting skills, is this is there now, are there now like certifying bodies to I don't, I don't know what the right word is to give to credential them ordain them whatever <laughs> you know look they I guess that's probably coming to pass if it's not in place already right it, you know it, it very well may indeed exist I, I'm not sure that it does but I know that there are um, certifications for just about everything um, but what we plan to do is to make something that's very highly unique or specialized to our environment and the type of work that because you do. have a very highly specialized <clears throat> type of consulting needed exactly. That's right. right. That's right. And so we're, we've got kind of a niche industry. Um, our clients are, are 
fairly unique. Um, they'll always be around, um, given the type of industry that we're in. Right. So we know them well. We can anticipate their needs. Um, so I think we'll put together a consulting program really based on that. And in your environment, do you anticipate it will be uh, very uh, heartily embraced? Or will they be thirsty for this, they being the people who, who should want to, to come through this curriculum? Or is it going to be a little, you're going to have to sell it? I think it's going to be a combination of both. Oh, we'll I think say more about that. <laughs> well, um, I would expect that because our staff are, are highly educated, very specialized, highly educated people, um, and they are very bright people. Yeah, working with smart be, people sometimes can be challenging. <laughs> can be challenging. I, so no, how do we sell this? The same thing happens to me, boss, right? <laughs> so my job is going to be, so how do we sell this as something that we're not necessarily pushing out, but something that they'll want to learn how to do, how to engage in, Right. Um, to help them do their jobs better. Um, so I think what we'll do is we'll really depend on the people who are most senior, who've got the best experience, tap them, help them to become the presenters of this information rather than the recipients of the information, and engage those who are less experienced, younger, and, and wanting that type of experience. Right. So as you might imagine, go-to question for anyone hosting any type of business conversation, you can always ask about change or change management, right? Because right, there's always exactly. something going on. Uh, and beyond that, I'm just genuinely interested, uh, is change really impacting your corner of the universe? And if so, are you finding yourself, again, I'm fascinated that you're, you're this one-man band. Are you finding yourself having to be, you know, a, a top-notch change management consultant to the organization and or how are you handling the whole change thing? That's, you know, I, I've got to be a change agent within an organization and, and sometimes leading the change and seeing what we're doing, consciously acknowledging that as change. I think it'd be a shortcoming if I didn't acknowledge it. Just right. this change and yeah. we need to kind of present it, talk about it, acknowledge that things are changing, uh, give the reasons why they're changing, you know, what the benefits are. So um, Evadera, um, though as a group we've been around for a long time, uh, Evadera has been owned by lots of big companies in the past. And Evadera was divested in the summer of 2013, and we're now our own company. Okay. And so talk about change. <laughs> yeah. One day I'll we bet. had servers and network administrators, <laughs> and the next day we didn't. Right. <laughs> we had to go find some. We had to buy, you know, buy our infrastructure. We had to put an infrastructure in place. We had to develop a, an organizational identity. And so that's still underway. And so that's huge, huge change for people who are already change fatigued. So they were owned yeah. by one company one year, you know, new HR policy, new ways of doing things, owned by a second company the second year, new HR policies, new ways of doing things, and then we're set free. And it's like, okay, so what do we do now? Fortunately, we've got a great group of executives who are really committed to just kind of driving the business forward, putting structure and support in place in a real positive manner. Um, but what that has meant is um, a lot of shifting within the organization. Our org chart has changed significantly yeah, <laughs> several bet. times. Uh, leadership has changed. Um, and some of our internal processes have changed also. So there's it, it's kind of a constant change right now that is slowing down in pace. So we've really had to acknowledge that and acknowledge that what I'm doing is also another form of change, right? So, okay, so sure. here's this L&D guy, and now um, here's training that, that that you can do, and um, now you don't have to figure out how to do how to learn something yourself, how to go find out for a training opportunity yourself. There's somebody here who can help you. So it's been really exciting to be part of that process. 
Well, I got to say, you are a remarkably relaxed, confident, calm guy for... <laughs> <laughs> or, is, or is it like the duck on the top of the water and, and, and the feet are spinning a thousand miles an hour? Well, there's a little bit of that too, but I, I just, you know, it's it's a company that, that I really, I, I feel does a great contribution to society and to the well-being of people. So I'm excited to be part of that process. And so I don't mind the change. I don't get distracted by it a whole lot. I feel like it's a it's an energizing source of, of motivation right. for me. So uh, talk to us a little bit about the dynamic. Again, I keep circling back to this. I mean, I'm just blown away that it's a one-man job. So, but the dynamic between you and uh, the executive sponsors, the, the people who can you know, allocate the resources to pull off all of these things, uh, might be a little bit unique. I mean, are you, mm-hmm. you hanging out with these folks in the hall and, and seeing them every morning? Or is it a reverse situation where they feel like they we got a we got a guy for that we got fo- you know fosterize mm-hmm. that and leave me alone uh, <laughs> or is it are you seeing them every day and you guys are back and forth with it or how has that evolved so far? It's a it's a combination of all of those things you know because we have executives in each of our primary offices I do, there are some that I don't get to see every day right um, however I've, we've developed a good relationship I can call them I can email they'll them take we your can call. Have meetings yeah, they'll take my they'll more than we a lot of us can say right. <laughs> <laughs> They'll actually hopefully want to speak with me. Right. While there are others in the organization who I work with, um, for example, yesterday, I, w- I was excited because I was just busy doing my work, and the CEO popped in. He's like, hey, can I talk to you for a couple minutes? And I was a little anxious at first. I said, sure, <laughs> let me clean off my desk. <laughs> and uh, he sat down, and he said, you know, we really got this big need. I need for you to help me work on this right away. It's like top priority. And so I need to talk this idea through with you. And I thought, how cool is that? The CEO and president of my company just sat down in my office unannounced. There wasn't some middleman setting up a meeting. It's that kind of environment where, you know, I'm happy that he felt comfortable enough to just come in, sit down. We had a very frank conversation, told me what he wanted. We batted around some ideas and said, well, let's talk about it further. And um, you know, then he went on with the rest of his day, and, and I thought that was pretty cool. I think so. Well, before we wrap, let's help out the young folks. And I don't mean to suggest that you're not young. You know, let's help out the other young folks, Foster. <laughs> uh, advice counsel, you might offer uh, some folks that, uh, you know, maybe they're coming through school, they're seriously entertaining the idea of pursuing this profession, or maybe someone's, you know, mid-career in something totally different. They're starting to get inspired with this whole idea of, of learning, there's new technologies available that they might really be able to leverage. Maybe some of these folks are coming from technology fields and it's opened up a new world for them. Uh, what would you tell them? Maybe some do's, don'ts, or any advice you might have to offer. I'm sure they'd sincerely appreciate. Sure. You know, I, I really feel like it's all about networking and getting connected with the industry. Um, it, the industry changes quickly. It's always like the next big fad, whether it's been mobile learning or yeah. learning in the cloud and whatever, you know, virtual worlds, you know, that kind of seem to kind of come and go a little bit. <laughs> but what is important is that they get connected, um, find some really interesting listservs to get on. Uh, there are some great websites out there that, that you can subscribe to blogs that fantastic people who are more than willing to share what others might feel is proprietary information or ideas really willing to share their ideas, learn from them, get involved with associations um, in the D.C. area. You know, we've got uh, the Association for Talent Development. We've got the International Society for Performance Improvement. We've got Society for Human Resource Management. All right here. Uh, you know, all right here. The oh, wow. Organization Development Network, the International Coaching Federation. We're all kind of a very interdisciplinary group. Like, 
even though we specialize in one area, we kind of touch all these other areas. And you play pretty, right? I mean, you, as my grandmother used to say, play pretty. You, play you, pretty. You play nice with each other. We You're, do indeed. Right? You we hang out, you often, share information, best practices, all Exactly. That? They often have um, have cross-chapter events, promote one another's events. Um, they've got great special interest groups where you can meet other people. Margarita happy Mondays. Hours. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big cruise coming up with the DC <laughs> chapter of ATD on Cinco de Mayo, for example. So you, you can't do it on your own, even though I'm a team of one i'm not doing it on my own like i said at the beginning i've i got to reach out to my network and 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 get help and get support um so they shouldn't do it alone either there are lots of great resources out there well foster keep up the good work man and keep us up to speed with the great work that you're doing this has been a very invigorating conversation i'm inspired um i i just can't believe you're getting all this done well, thanks, Stone. I really appreciate it. It's a fantastic opportunity. I feel like it's a one-in-a-lifetime chance, so I'm just very fortunate and thankful that it came my way. Yeah. Hey, listen, let's leave our listeners with uh, some coordinates where they can reach out and have a conversation with you and or maybe some of uh, your buddies in these organizations. I don't know, a phone number, email address, whatever would be appropriate, if, if you would. Sure, yeah. You know, um, I, I don't mind giving out my personal e- email address, which is where I like to get um, most of my communication. And that is, um, I'll say it first and then spell it. It's fojorock at gmail.com. So it's F-O-J-O-R-O-C-K at gmail.com. I'm on LinkedIn um, and kind of have a unique opportunity to have both a, a unique name, Foster Rockwell. I'm easy to find. Uh, FJ Rockwell on Twitter. Um, so those are the three great w- w- three great ways that people can reach out to me. Yeah, you do have a fantastic name, man. Foster Rockwell. Thanks. I mean, that's movie star, author, I'm, radio host, stage, whatever. You know, someday I will write that best-selling novel to go along <laughs> with the name. Well, Foster, it has been a real pleasure. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. Thanks so much, Stone. I really appreciate it. And I'm quite sincere. We're going to do this again. We're going to swing back around next time we come through town or we do another live broadcast. And we're going to check in because based on the conversation we had today, everything will have changed. And you will have made some mistakes, had some real victories, and have a whole other pile of things to share with us. Yeah? I'm always happy to share. I'll do it anytime. All right. For Foster, this is Stone and our engineer, Ryan. We will be back in a few. This has been a special Business Radio X production brought to you by Training Pros, your source for local learning and development experts. Learn more at training-pros.com.